This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I was going to fade it out, but let's keep it where it's... I just, just want to fuck. <laughs> it is Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. Vision. Can you even believe it? Can you even believe it? Well, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, when are we going <laughs> to... It's so getting ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. But we now know that the official release is two weeks from today. That's exciting. That's exciting. Super stoked. But this episode will come out, what, March? Maybe. If that. If that. So, like, when are we going to hit 100? This is episode eight. This is, when are we going to hit 100? Two years, right? Unless we do some bonus episodes. I don't know, man. We haven't even... <laughs> when you said this is me getting ahead of myself, I didn't expect it to be... When are we going to hit 100 apps and 1 million listens a month? No, no, no. It, it's not about like tracking our progress. It's mm. more like it'll be 2022 when we hit 100 apps. Whoa. You just threw up. I did. <laughs> Holy shit. I did. I'm really excited for us to finally launch. We were talking about something before we recorded, and you said save it for the pod, so I'm just going to ask you now. Well, right now, Jeff and I are splitting a bag of gummy bears right mm -hmm. now, which made me think. I'm like, oh, such a small, um, hard-ish snack. <laughs> there was once a tie. I asked Jeff before we started. I'm like, what was the one small food that you threw at me and kept throwing at me, and then it hit my <laughs> eye, and then you felt bad, and you stopped? And we just sat there thinking, and Jeff goes, well, it had to be bite-sized. We know that. Oh, <laughs> What was it? It was it was um, kumquats. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! Because we were on set for Mia Weinberger's <sighs> Bible Writers Room web series, and you were throwing kumquats at me from across the room. So what happened? What had <laughs> happened was my character was tasked with eating kumquats only once or twice in the actual <laughs> show, but that means on the day, mm -hmm. two days shoot, I had to eat like. Probably 80 kumquats. Well, Jeff says he had to. In between takes, Jeff <laughs> was continually eating kumquats for the whole day to the point where it's like, okay, now PD, production that we have to keep adding kumquats to the bowl. I'm sorry that I'm method. No, it's fine. It's just later in the day, you not only threw them, hit me near the <laughs> eye, and then felt bad, you also felt ill. And you're like, I don't feel good. I'm like, why? You're like, probably all the kumquats that I ate. The, first, the end of the first day, I, I had a bad stomach ache that lasted through the night. Like, I didn't sleep comfortably. Probably from, like, 70-plus kumquats. Well, because when you eat a kumquat, it's like you're eating the rind. I know. You don't That's why it. I don't like them. Really? They're so... It's like eating a ball of perfume. Well, okay, they weren't the best kumquats. No offense to whoever did wow. PD. Yeah. <laughs> this is shots fired for some reason. Um, Sorry, what are you doing? I'm pulling out my computer for the reviews because I forgot... You're already bored? No. Oh, also, this is a little time capsule thing, but um, yesterday the Oscar noms came out. Mm -hmm. Florence Pugh. Florence who? Pugh, my queen, mm. my wife, my life. I was walking into the office because it's nighttime right now, and uh, Riley and I both pulled up at the same time. The first thing she says to me is that I think Florence Pugh and I would be friends, but then also if she ended up professing her feelings for me, romantic or otherwise, 
I would accept it, and I'd say I felt the same way, Florence. Mm-hmm. Also, even before that, I, I, I said that today was the day I learned that Florence Pugh and Zach Braff were in a relationship. Right, Zach Braff of, uh, God, what was his Scrubs. podcast? No, the oh, podcast he show. he had a podcast? That, he had a show about a podcast network that didn't go past a season. Mm. Nick Rad on the company Slack used to talk about it all the time. That's very funny. So, Jeffrey, what are we reviewing tonight? Let's just say I'm a bit of a reader. Okay. Mine? <laughs> I'm or... a Kindle of myself. Oh, my God. Oh, my so, God. Like a name of book. Pride and Prejudice. Hmm? Okay. You don't read. We are talking and reviewing about... Say it with me. Barnes. Small town bookstores. Exactly. Supporting local business. Supporting local business. We are reviewing the monolith. <laughs> Barnes and Barnes Nobles. Barnes and Noble. The Walmart of Small Mart. Books uh, and all. Books in nooks with crooks. So you're saying, what are you saying? You're saying <laughs> Barnes and Noble has a lot of books, but a lot of reading nooks. And there are criminals. Criminals there. <laughs> Not the case. A lot of um, middle-aged Tourists. Tourists? Tourists. Any memories of Barnes & Noble that pop up for you? And I know there are plenty. Don't even get me started on Barnes & Noble. Don't even get me started. What? But you first. Come on. Well, I mean, I'm going to eventually get you started. Why are you saying so... Don't get me started. Why are you saying <laughs> it like that? Like, we'll never leave if I if you get me started on Barnes & Noble. And now we have to know. What's the no, story? No, come on, man. You first. All right. I used to go to Barnes & Noble to get some books for school. Middle school, high school, college. Not college. What, there's a USC bookstore. Yeah, but that's also, it's usually like a Barnes & Noble for college. Wrong. Mm. It was just the USC bookstore. It wasn't a Barnes & Noble? I don't think so. The BU bookstore was a Barnes & Noble. So you think because BU had a Barnes & Noble bookstore that every major college A lot a... of colleges have like, they have a Barnes & Noble that also sells like paraphernalia for that college. <laughs> Bongs and all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, UCLA doesn't have one. Middlebury College doesn't have one. I don't give a fuck what Middlebury College has. Holy shit. <laughs> I flipped a table. I do think Yale has one, though. I'm just going through the schools that I've been to. I haven't Brag. been to a lot of them. Not gone to. Jeff has attended USC, Yale, and Middlebury College. I attended Yale's information session. Nice. Yeah. Me too. Really? Mm-hmm. Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble was the hot spot Say it. for dates. Yeah. Yeah. So for like you, middle school dates. What was your local Barnes and Noble? Thousand Oaks or some shit? Yeah, in Westlake. It is uh, around where I went to high school, and so Westlake. It's kind of like the equivalent of the Commons or any kind of like mall area place. Whatever. These are the middle school dates, right? Middle school dates where it would be like walking around, hanging out in the Barnes and Noble. Name names. Um. It, b- and who was your high school crush? Sorry, uh, who was your middle school sorry, crush? Sorry, middle school, I would go probably to the bookstore with mm. You could catch me in there with All these middle school crushes. It, it would, And all it would be would just be like standing around in Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Maybe getting like a chai from the Barnes & Noble cafe. Yeah. And truly just like not knowing what to do. Because we're not going to buy a book with you. But I'm also not, not going to kiss because I'm nervous. What age? So this is seventh grade, right? This is probably like seventh grade. Like my mom's like, you can hang out with a boy, but like. In a controlled in environment. In a controlled environment filled with books and middle-aged and tourists. things that are good for you. Yeah. Like books and middle-aged tourists. Would be me standing there not knowing what to say to a boy being like, <laughs> science class was okay, crazy. Okay, yeah. So today. let's do this. Yeah, okay. I'm so happy that our moms um, were late picking us up so we could walk over here and hang out. Yeah, it's like the. F- <clears throat> Hmm? What'd you say? No, it's like it's like I love hanging out with you and like there's like fountain. It's nice that we're a nice fountain. It's probably it's, it looks a little dirty, but it's really like well made. So who do you like? What? No, oh. I was saying the yeah, the fountain you said it was well made. Yeah. I said who do you like? Who do I like like yeah. like like? Well, like friends and like 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 I like like Christy and um Jackie mm. and Molly. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, like, I have a crush. Me too. It's Molly. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're friends with her? I didn't know you guys hung out. Could you, like, tell her? Could I tell her that you like like her? I, like, want to date her. Oh, my Christ. Um, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. No, I'm really sad. Um, I'm so sad. Oh, I wish Molly was here. I love her so much. She's the best. 
If you didn't like Molly, is there anyone else you would be interested in? Yeah. Who? Jackie, probably. You'd like Jackie. Yeah. You would like Jackie and Molly. There's something about her that's like better than most. Do you like me? As Sorry. <laughs> do you do you like like me? Oh my dad's here. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! What's wrong? No, I I wanna kiss you! <gasps> the whole mall stops. <laughs> the fountain stops. <laughs> the fountain turns. I I've always wanted to kiss you. And I love Molly and Jackie. They're great. They're great. They're really awesome. They're Easy hot. does it. Easy does it. But then there's me. And then there's and you're you. Fine. And we're at this Barnes and Noble cafe. And I like you. And I just, if you don't have a date to the homecoming dance, would you be mine? I- I'm going to ask Jackie. And then, or I'm going <laughs> to I'm just going to level with you. I'm going to ask Molly, and if she says no, I'm going to say ask Jackie. And Jackie's like, she's going to say yes. Like, she's a fallback for me. But what about me? If Jackie's out of town for homecoming, we can go as friends. God. (laughs) Mom, come pick me up. (laughs) I lied. My mom wasn't late picking me up from school. I told her to wait in the parking lot and play Sudoku (laughs) on her phone until I called her. You have a great mom. I do. I have a great mom. Is she single? God. Damn it! <laughs> you jump in the fountain. <laughs> Swallow a penny. <laughs> so that was middle school for you. So that was exactly what happened. And I can't believe you were there. To see I know. It. I just remember it. I was like visiting LA for the first time. And we went to <laughs> Thousand Oaks, fucking Westlake Village, because that's where that's tourists where go. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Holly Weird, kind of. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely had some middle school times mm-hmm. faster otherwise at Ridgemont Barnes. This has been Review Review. No, wait, Ryan that's Ansvall like not even Jeffrey any James. of the episodes. What shook you all night long, all week long? No, you can't just run through it. This is audio from a video that I'll post to our Instagram of me and my current girlfriend's second date at Barnes & Noble's. <gasps> Sorry, your second date was at a Barnes & Noble? <laughs> okay, it wasn't at a Barnes & Noble. Are you 14? No, it was, it, was, it was brunch near the beach, and then we walked to Barnes & Noble's. It was brunch... That we got to go and brought it to a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> the cafe had high chairs, and so anyway, I did a I did a goof. Mm-hmm. I took a little video that I sent to my friend Peter. Hi, Pete. Did you meet him? Did I you go to the Highland him. Park Bowl when he was in town? No, you'd never met him. Um, <laughs> so we used to do this bit, and we still kind of do it from time to time. When Peter and I are at various stores, the the quirkier the better. We'll find the most specific product we can mm-hmm. find. And then be like, holy shit, they have it. It's the blank. And it's like, say it like you've been searching (laughs) for it. Yeah. Holy shit. They have it. It's the Cassandra Claire Mortal Instruments box set. (laughs) So. How did it go down with her? How did it land? She chuckled. It was a pity chuckle. She's like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who you are. She was embarrassed because, I mean, did I mention what I was wearing? Of course not. It was overalls. Were you really? I left them in the washer for a while. Mm. And so I reeked of mildew. Yeah. So that's probably why she didn't laugh at a lot of the things. Do you want to start with the reviews? Here, my first review, is that what you want? No, I want your last review. <laughs> okay. Of course I want your fuck, sorry. Sorry. You're just. <laughs> We're both sorry. You have such a short We're fuse today. We're both sorry. Today. Before the podcast started, I was making gummy bears kiss and doing a little, you know, you play with dolls, like makeup situations. I was over here on the HeadGum Studio couch playing out a date scenario. Not even a date. It was like a meet cute at a bar with two gummy bears. So. Jeff watched. <laughs> here we go. Round two. Oh, let's see who I get. This is like what you guys don't see. Like you see the videos and Riley's usually on her best behavior on like guesting on other people's pods. But she's forcing oh. gummy bears to kiss. No, they're not forcing. They like, it's one of those things. They're at two ends. It's, what do you mean it's one of those things? Don't say it's one of those things. <laughs> they're at two ends of a bar. And then it's like one kind of looks over at the other. And it's like, oh, I caught eyes and looking away. And the other kind of was like, oh my God, did they look at me? And they're looking. It's like, no, no, I can't look. Oh my God, wow, are they staring at me? I don't know. And then both of them kind of look and it's like, oh, hey you, hey. But this is all unsaid. They're not saying anything. And um, 
then it's like they kind of like they're like oh there are a couple empty chairs in between i'm gonna move and then they move and they kind of end up sitting next to each other no one does this no one starts on the opposite end of the bar and then like keeps sliding down different seats I'm not saying they slid down. I'm saying they both got off their chairs. Could feel I, the okay, vibe. not literally slide. And Has then, this ever worked for you? Have you ever done and this? And then they're sitting down next to each other. And then they just kind of look at each other. And in their eyes, it's like, oh, it's go time. It's it's gummy time. And then they give each other a, a gummy kiss in terms of like the gums of their teeth. <laughs> She's shoving <laughs> bears. I'm not shoving. They're like into it. And then they give each other a kiss. And oh my god, you could actually see the outline of the mouths of the bears. They kiss, and then sorry, did you say a gummy kiss, and not because they're made out of gelatin, but because they're mostly just touching gums? I mean, what is wrong with Read you? Read your review. Three stars. <laughs> Christ. I'm sorry. This is how I am. This is from the Barnes and Noble at the Grove. Okay. Which is where I just came from. And it took me an hour to get here. Yep, same. I'm cranky. <laughs> I'm a cranky boy. Three stars from Vivian T. Okay. Guess what T stands for? Tuberculosis. Exactly right. <laughs> Miss Vivian Tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> Vivian Tuberculosis writes, this is a very nice Barnes & Noble with a good selection. They are bad at bathroom checks. And last time I went, I saw blood on the floor in the girls' oh room. My. Oh no. I'm sure that the blood was spilled for good reason. But I told the staff, and an hour later, it was still there. Maybe it's meant to be a message. <laughs> Most of the books here you could find on Amazon for half the price. So that's going to be a challenge for them when it comes to sales. This is a very nice place to be and fun place to hang out. And then, and this is the pièce de résistance. It's a message! So there's two photos attached. Oh, no, it shouldn't be. She doesn't talk about the photos. And it's so, it's an adult woman asleep on the floor wearing jorts pulled up to her waist, like above her navel. Oh no. Three books on her stomach holding a gourd. <laughs> <laughs> There's two photos, swipe for the second one. We'll post these on the Instagram. Yeah, this will be on the Instagram. If if you're listening to this, it's on the Review Review Instagram, at Review Review. That is shocking. It's so crazy. That doesn't make sense. First of all, she looks sense. like Jacob Wysocki. Second of all, she's just holding a fucking gourd. It's like... At the Grove. At the Grove. And she doesn't talk about it in the post. Is that her? No. Vivian looks like, it's very different. Maybe it's a message. Also, why is she there for an hour? Well, she ends it by saying they're not doing too well sales-wise. <laughs> but... It's a very nice place to hang out. <laughs> so... Just, like, imagine she's, like, I guess someone in the entertainment industry is just, like, barely employed, uh, like, goes in for a general. Yeah. It's like, so we saw your reel... We loved it. Mm -hmm. You have like such a, a great look. Like oh, we'd man. love to. That's so great. Thank you. We'd love to find, you know, a role for you this season. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, What'd you do today? Tell me what you did. Oh, uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of new to LA. Um, so I was just kind of like walking around, seeing kind of the sights, like right. walked up and down Melrose mm -hmm. and um, drove past the Hollywood sign. And then I actually went to the Grove. Oh, which yeah. Is People so, love the Grove. Yeah. And it's like. I was so excited because I'm like, wow, this is like, this is, I'm a local. Like, this is where the Angelinos hang out. Well. And I was, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm at the Barnes and Noble in the Grove. And so that so. was like, I was there all day. It, have you been there? Have you been to the Barnes I've been and Noble there. The I wouldn't say it's a local haunt, but It is on. like the best place to hang out. Why do you think that? Oh my God. I mean, their selection isn't great, but. Negative. That was a negative thing. What's a positive so, thing? Oh, uh, well. I'm saying that the selection isn't great, but it is, like, such a cool place to hang out. It's, like, the vibe is awesome. Is it? Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, there is one... No, never mind. Uh, no, say so... it. What was it? Uh, There's one what? It's just, like, I don't know if this is, like, a local Los Angeles thing or, it's like, not. maybe... Well, you don't know what I'm going to say. Um, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, my God. I would love to be cast in a pilot. Um, I... Let's, not... hear this. Let's hear the rest of this. There was blood in the bathroom, and it might have been a message. There was like a pool of blood. Splatters. Did it look like something violent happened? No, 
it's like I could maybe understood why it was spilled. Spilled? But I asked them to clean it up. I'm like, hey, just a heads up. Because mm -hmm. like something That's I a nice to... thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An hour goes by. You're still there? Blood's still there too. Sorry. So that's when it kind of clicks for me that it's like, okay, Janice, maybe this is a message. Janice. So Elizabeth's a stage name. Elizabeth is a stage name. That was a good choice. Elizabeth Manis. Elizabeth. It would have been, your real name is Janice Manis. <laughs> it's a family name, Janice Manis. Sorry, that was such a small thing, but yeah, go yeah. on. You're, so, you're at Barnes and Noble for the better part of a day. I'm at Barnes and Noble, and it was the it was the better part of my day right. being there. Um, except, you're talking yourself out of, yeah, you're talking yourself out of the job. Is it because of my name? It's because you spend your time at the Grove. I mean, is your resume even correct? I mean, I added a couple of things here and there. There you go. That's the job. That was the last straw. It says here that you were, you audieseled for SNL. I did audiesel for SNL. Is that Saturday Night Live or is I that something else? I filled my car up with gas so I could drive to New York and see a taping of SNL. And did you see the taping? No, I didn't make it there. Made it to Jersey. Car broke down. Do you get how misleading this is for me to read? It looks like you're at least in a position to audition for for SNL. You know what? But you just put the wrong type of gas in your car and drove to New York City. I knew the blood was a message. And the message was telling me that maybe being an actor isn't for me. If it's filled with people like you, I don't want to be in this business. Or this state what? of mind. Because you are so, you don't get me. No one in the city gets me. I'm Janice Manis, damn it. Ugh. And I'm renouncing Elizabeth as my stage name. She like makes it huge. <laughs> <laughs> Janice Manis in <laughs> The Message. <laughs> the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress goes to literally Janice Manis. <laughs> Even the way you read that award, you know it's insane. <laughs> Literally, Literally, Janice Manis. Okay, so this review is from the B Boston University Barnes & Noble. Uh, this is where we would get our books for the school year. This is from uh, Zoe or Zoe. Can't tell. M. Something Zoe. So doesn't have the little thing over it. I don't know. Zoe or E. M. <laughs> um, Zoe or E. M. Zoe or E. M. <laughs> Zalt and... Salt, salt and, and pepper, pepper pee. pee. <laughs> we got to make shirts that say salt and pepper pee. <laughs> um, okay. I have to say I had one of the most pleasant Starbucks. Fuck. Sorry. I'm nervous. You shouldn't be nervous. I have to say I had one of the most pleasant Starbucks experiences here. The staff were all super friendly and the right amounts of chatty. They seriously challenged the snarky barista stereotype. When I was standing in line, the gentleman in front of me wandered off to get a soda to add to his order. He was taking quite a while, so the girl behind the counter offered to start my drink. I asked for a small, dark roast coffee, which she poured and gave it to me before the man returned. After I had paid, I asked if she had soy milk for my coffee. She happily took out a box and told me to leave it on the counter when I was done. I was shocked to see how easy this was. I've been everything from sassed to offered an espresso cup with a splash of soy milk in it when I've made the request in the past. Props to these guys for not being stingy with the soy milk. I sat with my coffee and my laptop for about an hour. I know, I know, I'm one of those people. <laughs> to my surprise, there was plenty of seating to go around. I always leave when there isn't... <laughs> I always leave when there isn't, and a family or something is clearly trying to find space. While I was sitting there, there was a staff change, and from what I overheard, they were just as nice. One barista, a young man, sang along to the top 40s playing on the overhead. Usually I find this kind of behavior somewhat grating, but he actually had a really good voice and was quiet enough not to be disruptive. The only problem is that they don't take Starbucks cards, but instead offer a stamp card. Besides that, it's a lovely little place that makes up for all the miserable Starbucks elsewhere in the city. <laughs> I mean, she just got divorced right before she wrote this. It's so earnest. She truly just got a cup of coffee in a bookstore and sat. <laughs> and she's like... <laughs> What's her name? Now I think it's Zoe. Zoe or it's, E. It's Zoe at this um. point. 
that's not a Zoe doesn't write that. That's a Zoe. What do you think Zoe did before going in there, and what do you think she did when she left? I think she just walked in on her husband cheating on her right before this. <laughs> this is all some sort of like it's like a manic episode. Yeah, <laughs> like... that's how I read it. <laughs> Like, like, read it again, but with, like, knowing your moment before is that you just walked in on your husband, okay. like, having sex with your boss. Okay. All right. Now I'm Zoe. Yeah. Okay. I have to say, I had one of those pleasant Starbucks experiences here. Uh, the staff were all super friendly and the right amount of chatty. Uh, they seriously challenged the sneaky barista stereotype. Memory okay? Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm so great. Um, you know what's crazy? When I, when I was standing in line, the gentleman in front of me wandered off. Like my husband, fuck, wandered off to go out of soda. Sorry, soda to his order, not, um, yeah, he was taking quite a while, so the girl behind the counter offered to start my drink. Can you even believe that? Well, that's what most coffee shops would do. No, but like literally while he was gone, he was taking so long, the girl was like, hey, excuse me, ma'am, I can start whatever you ha- whatever you're ordering. If he was taking a while, it's easy to ask you. I, it was, but it's like she didn't have to, she didn't have to do it. She was so nice. Oh my God. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I just want a small dark roast coffee. And she- Your hands are shaking. She bored it to me. Bored it Sorry, to you? Sorry, do you want to talk it's about Jason? It's been a really Jason? long day. Yeah, I know what happened. Jason's fucking his boss. Of course. We all knew it, but we didn't know if we should tell you. You all knew? Shouldn't have said that. You I should not have knew. said that. And I'm sitting here listening to some barista sing along what? to Ariana Grande. He had an awesome voice. Really lovely, lovely tenor. Was it? It was not too disruptive. It was truly beautiful. But while I'm sitting there listening to God is a woman... You all knew that Jason was getting pegged by Lacey? <laughs> I thought you said you knew. No, right. Sorry. I thought you knew that he was getting ball gagged and pegged by Miss Ambrosia. I'm sitting there drinking my soy milk dark roast. Plain. So plain drinks. And he's out there. With, I don't need another detail. Paddled, so it's she, and wearing a dog mask. That's while Lacey pours hot wax on his ass, her, and you all knew her name is Lacey Ambrosia. Where do you work? At a bakery? We work at an insurance company. Everything about you is plain. That's you know why. That's why no one told you. Because every time we talk to you, I learn a new shade of white: soy milk on a dark roast. Top 40s hits and you think it sounds pretty good. Hanging out at a Barnes and Noble cafe, you work at an insurance company. Did I mention it was a Boston University Barnes and Noble? It doesn't matter what Barnes and Noble, so you drove what, 40 miles? I drove 40 miles to the outskirts of the city of Boston. I hate to say this, it's such a rude thing, but I'm gonna say it. Who could blame Jason? Oh! How's that? So you do have it in you. What he's been wanting? Oh my god. <laughs> I have to go get him. He's been wanting some kinky BDSM sex, and you've been too vanilla until he broke you. Do you think he'll take me back? No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just my immediate answer. Um, he might. I wouldn't. It's not worth it. I'm just going to keep sitting here at this barn. And I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, Diesel. I'm that person with my laptop just sitting at a table. That is what you're with doing. With my car. I know, I'm that person, right? You're, you're, Meanwhile, yeah. Lacey is, is Lacey Ambrosia. What is she doing? Is <laughs> unwrapping a box of eggs, the little eggs that you put up that vibrate. Oh, the uh, Benoit balls? I don't know what they're called. Because that's just me, right? I'm that person who doesn't know what the vibrating eggs are called. You know what? I feel bad. Let me let me buy you dinner. Where do you want to eat? That's anything you want. I'll. P- it's on me. There's a subway down the street, mm-hmm. and I hear there. What do you? There's yeah. Ham and cheese on sourdough is to die for. Let's get it to go. Really? That's a mean thing for me to say. Are you, say do really you want to like, like hang out at my place? Uh, I'll drive you back home to your place. So do you want to come up? We can like watch TV or something. We can listen to a, a podcast and not talk on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you when we get to my house, I'll let you out. I'll, I'll I won't. <laughs> you'll let me out because you're a gentleman. And then you'll so you'll come over. You'll get out of the car. You'll come over to my side. We'll figure it out when we get there. The and then we'll go up. We'll eat on the floor in front of the TV. We'll eat our subway sandwiches. 
and we'll hang out. I'm going to say yes, but something's probably going to come up between now and then. <laughs> it's Lacey, isn't it? They invited me to be their third. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Alf, how is your social battery right now? Empty, depleted, 0%. Absolutely. It can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin. I know what that feels like, a mix of work nonstop, but also wanting to have that work-life balance and see friends. But then when do you sleep? It, I, I'm being facetious, but no, it, it, is, um, it is very hard. You so know when like, your you know, phone dies about. and it's like... Yeah. It's like... Oh, don't worry. Like you can still like emergency like finding the phone and like yes. your cards are still available. Yes. I'm lower than that even. Perfect. Well, therapy can help give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. So famously, Alf and I have both been in therapy for a long time. We love it. I really can feel like there are some times when it's just my schedule is very busy. Speaking of busy schedules. And I... There are some weeks that I've had to just like put off therapy for a couple weeks and I really notice it. I really notice not being able to have that time for myself every week to really just like stay to the union what's going on and get tools to help better um, move through that. Yeah, we all notice. Sometimes I just call Daniel and I'm like, has she skipped? Did she skip this week? <laughs> if if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I cannot stress enough how I think everyone, if they can, should be in therapy. Um, and BetterHelp is entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that is so important because you want to be in therapy with a therapist that you feel connected to that you feel like you have a good relationship with that you can talk through things in a way that works for you right i think i think it's great and i always love it find your social sweet spot with better help sorry i'm gonna take that again daniel find your social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash review review today to get 10 percent off your first month of therapy that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash review review thanks better help Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Hey, podcasts, listen, 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 listen. Alf and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess... 
Comedy Bang Bang. Okay, if you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like... Nick Kroll, guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? Um, I've been listening to that show for years, on and off, honestly, since I was... Probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than I was before. Good shit. Take a listen, Comedy Bang Bang. Bye. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Two stars. <clears throat> Charlene H. What does the H stand for? Uh... It's Charlene H, and the H stands for, uh, it stands for Charlene, uh, it stands for. What's the review? Come on. No, it stands for, (laughs) the H? You want to know what the H stands for? Not (laughs) anymore. Ha. Ha. Charlene Ha, like Francis Ha. Like Francis Ha, Charlene Ha. Charlene Ha. Two stars. Which Barnes & Noble is this? I wasn't expecting a follow-up question. So you didn't do the prep. I didn't. This is not a real review. I was about to come up with it. Okay. No, uh, the the Barnes and Noble in Woodmere, Ohio, which mm-hmm. is which was my local. <laughs> so this is the date spot. No, okay. The outdoor mall that we would hang out at mm-hmm. did not have a Barnes and Noble. <gasps> so. So where would you kiss? Bar and bat mitzvahs. Mm. I had my first kiss in a, for lack of a better term, paddle ball court. What other term would it be? Racquetball. <laughs> <laughs> Squash. So you're not lacking it. Squash court. Squash court. Yeah. So And you recorded at the squash court. I courted her at the Benet Mitzvah. Like a courtier. I was a courtier that night and <laughs> I kind of brought her into Your world. My <laughs> <laughs> She got to see what it was like under harsh fluorescent lights. Uh it was an AA meeting of sorts. That like the vibe of the kiss was it w- you know Prince Charming? Yeah. I was Prince Harming. Oh, no. Yeah, because I think my teeth might have hit her lip a bit. Okay, so you're antagonizing me for the gummy gummy bear kiss. Way different. But this now actually you happened get to, to have me. a toothy kiss. I led on the dance floor. And then <laughs> when it came to the kiss. You bled. <laughs> she bled. <laughs> Did she actually? No, uh, but it was a fine kiss. Lots of tongue. Oh, how old are you? I was 20. I was 20. No. (laughs) (laughs) I was 13 or 12. I don't remember. Read the review. She was 5'8", and the kiss was an 8. I thought this was the review, Bruce. No, I was just thinking back to it. She was like, don't rate women. She, oh, rate her? No, don't rate her. She's a Trump supporter now. Is she actually? She is. Oh. Two stars, Charlene Harleen. I bought a copy of Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard no. at this Barnes & Noble location in 2007. The staff was friendly enough. I also bought a hot chocolate, non-dairy style. She said style? I said style, okay. but non-dairy in parentheses. Mm-hmm. After reading this book, the next six years of my life were sort of a blur. Oh my God. I devoted myself entirely to the life of Scientology and achieved a pretty respectable rank within the community. During this period... This is not real. Oh, my God. During this period, my retirement account has been drained. (gasps) My husband left me for a lady who draws caricatures at Six Flags in Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. And my cat has been possessed by an alien spirit. (laughs) 
I split amicably from the Church of Scientology at the end of 2013 to pursue my associate's degree as a legal aide. It is a great career choice for an older, 50, thrifty, and thriving student returning to school. Needless to say, I will not be returning to that Barnes and Nobles anytime soon. Barnes and Noble had nothing to do with the course of your life. I went into the store. I saw Dianetics at this Barnes and Noble. I know you did. And we have a bunch of books on sale. We're a full, we're a bookstore. We have floors of books. You know how many Barnes and Nobles I've been to that I didn't see Dianetics at? How many? Probably f- at least 14. You've been to 14 Barnes and Nobles? Is that a lot? Is that not that state? many? No, all throughout, the, the, like probably four of those is in Ohio. You've traveled with the sole purpose of going to Barnes and Nobles? I am in a bind for a binded book sometimes. Just because we have Dianetics here doesn't mean you had to buy it. In fact, it's not even on display in any of like the new releases or most popular. Yeah, but it was in the philosophy or... section. It was like... It was deep in there. It was like the you second up from the floor. It. Yeah. You had to like, you had to crouch I had to a hot it. chocolate. It was non-dairy. And was it good? Did you enjoy it? That's my usual is my point. That's where I go to, that's what I get at every Barnes & Noble. And did you enjoy your drink here? Enjoyed that. Enjoyed Dianetics. A little too much. <laughs> Six years. $1.3 million spent on books. I'm so sorry that you were pulled into that lifestyle. Sorry doesn't bring back my fucking husband. You know who he's dating? Who? An artist. So. I'm sorry that you lost Sorry, you didn't let me, a caricature artist at a theme park, but still. That's really cool. I'm jealous. Of course, I would be too. She lives in a loft. Mm. She doesn't live in a loft. She lives in a studio, which is kind of a loft. It is kind of a loft. Have you seen it? I saw (laughs) it from the outside. Square footage? I don't know the square footage, but I sent some Scientologists down there and they kind of harassed her for me. Right. That doesn't seem, um, uh, it doesn't not seem legal, but. That's what I can do to you guys. You have no reason to do that. We provided you with a book. We did our job. You bought the book. You paid your money. You didn't have to even read it. You could have bought it and just let it sit in your house. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't know that if you bought a book, you didn't have to read it. You're telling me people come in here, buy books, and then just leave them on their shelves? I've done it. What? You kidding me? I walk in here, I work at a bookstore, people will think I'm a poser if I don't buy, you know, a Mary Shelley Frankenstein. I've never read it. Give me any classic novel. Christmas Carol. Never read it. Christmas Who? A Christmas Carol, Carol by Charles Dickens. The movie Carol? Moby Dick. Moby Dick? Moby Who? Moby Dick. So every time I say it, you're just going to say blank who? I don't know any of these stories. Don't read them. I buy them, don't read them. So you didn't have to read Dianetics. You didn't have to become a Scientologist. Don't send your people after me, please. I That would terrify me. Interesting. So you're saying I can own volumes. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sure I know 100% what you're saying. Uh-huh. You're saying I can own volumes. Yeah. And not open them. Yeah. But owning them, owning the volumes will speak volumes. Listen, I know, well, it seems like based on what you've told me, you've fallen on some kind of hard times. I'm in debt. I'm maxed out on four credit cards. We do have a position here. If you're willing to... It's not going to work. I already know it's not going to work. Why are you saying that? Because... You're clearly a reader. You you love a book. You do mean, you like like anyone? What? Do you like... Do yeah. I like like anyone? Who do you anyone? like like? Who do you have a crush on? I'm in love with my girlfriend of five years. We live together. I'm planning on proposing later this month. Congratulations. Thank you. She's a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, do yeah. you like like anyone? Mm-hmm. Who do you like like? Um, Don't look at me like that. We just met. Don't look at me like that. When I was a Scientologist, uh, we learned how to observe from afar. <sighs> and uh, Jesus. I just know so much about you. No. And, like we're perfect no. in theory. No. And I've read so many romance novels. So many. And uh I just know it's going to work out. Get out of my store. I know. Please. I'm already on the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I know. I'm going to read my next review. Whatever. <laughs> Can you even believe it? I'm going to do it. Should we do one more each? Uh, I only ha- That was my two. Oh. Oh, I haven't done my second one. That's why. Here we go. One time. No thought. <clears throat> this is the Barnes Noble that I went to in my youth. 
at the Westlake Promenade. So you didn't go to the Calabasas Commons? Sometimes it was farther away from my school. This was literally like two blocks away from my high school. There you go. This is from Leanne K. What do we think the K stands for? I can't say it. <laughs> you have to now. No, like you have to say Come it. I can't, I can't say you it. You think K stands for <laughs> Like, Come on. No, I, what wow. if it is? It's, her name isn't Leanne. You don't know. It's only K dot. Her name is Leanne Kinderegg. That's all one word. Okay, one word. This isn't This isn't two words. This is one word. Leanne <laughs> Kinderegg from Simi Valley, California. That's like eight different that's words. That's all one word. No, that's eight different words. <laughs> this review, all this one is word. This somebody trying to legally change their name. All right, you can have... One word or hyphenated. So, what do you want it to be? Um, let's do one word. And you want to keep Leanne because <clears throat> sometimes people want to change their first name. Uh, yeah, let's keep first name Leanne. Okay. Uh, last name. I would love it for all to be one word. That's your only option. So, yeah, it is all one word. Okay, I would like to be Leanne Kinderegg from Simi Valley, California. Five foot eight, blue eyes, blonde hair. Obviously, I'm going to stop you here. Hmm. There can't be any spaces in there. Yeah. You just listed like 10 or 11 words. It's, no, sorry. I preface, I said I wanted all one word, not hyphenated. Like all one word. Okay. <clears throat> um, do you need that your... just might be hard because it'll never fit on forms. Mm. Um, it do doesn't you... fit on this form. I can just review it. K. I can just be like Leanne K. Leanne Kinderegg from Simi Valley, California. Why not five, just Kinderegg and hyphenate it? <clears throat> it's a Who's silly that? name, but not to offend you. Because like... that's not what I wanted. That's not what I said. If I no, you're right. What you said is Leanne Kinderegg from Simi Valley, five foot eight, and then I cut you off. You want your height, which you don't even look five foot eight. You look six foot nine. If I wanted my name to be Kinderegg, I would have just said Kinderegg, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I said Leanne Kinderegg from Simi Valley, California, five foot eight, blue eyes, blonde hair. Don't patronize me. You're trying. This to... is your job. I. This has never happened. <laughs> the weirdest case I'd ever had was I did Ron Artest's name change to Meta World Peace. This tops that. Skinderegg from Simi Valley, five foot eight, not your real height. Do you want to hear about a time I went to a Barnes and Noble in Westlake Village? It was a five star experience, and let me tell you why. All right. Five stars from Leanne Kinderegg from Simi Valley, California, five foot eight, blue eyes, blonde hair. <clears throat> don't have blonde hair. Great anchor for the Westlake Promenade. With the shift in retail to online book buying, it's important to support brick and mortar shops like Barnes and Noble. We've been patronizing this location for many years and expect to continue. As a place to go to browse books by actually touching them, examining the overviews of what's inside, what can be better? Examining the ovaries that are inside. Not to mention instant gratification versus ordering online and waiting several days for them to come. I do read some books on my laptop or smartphone with Nook or Kindle, but I still prefer paper books. Dear Hubby can easily spend an hour or more in the magazine section. Our grand <laughs> He's looking at Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't possibly tell you what caught his eye down there but meanwhile i'm up in the novels on the fourth floor yeah you're touching the binds <laughs> opening them up smelling them our grandson headed for the military history section at 12 he's been interested in world war ii especially for many years already he met several veterans in that aisle that made recommendations for him among the books he was considering nice I browsed through the bargain book aisles for casual reading, found a couple of fun choices, including one by Fanny Flagg. She's got a unique take on life. Wish they would offer discounts on popular paperbacks, as other retailers do. They currently discount current hardcover bestsellers. We also picked up Frappuccinos in the Starbucks Cafe to top off the visit. We received very friendly service there, as well as the checkout counter for buying books. Yeah, so <laughs> the veterans that the kid was talking to... <laughs> About books on what? World War II? World War II. Those were ghosts. <laughs> He's 12 and for many years has been interested in World War II. Hey, honey, do you want to go play outside? Do you want to go hang out with your friends? Mm. It's a really thick book. Oh, man. It's really, and I'm only, I'm only a quarter of the way done. I can't possibly go outside with the boys today. What are you reading about? <clears throat> I'm reading about D Day. D Day? D Day. The, they... When they stormed the beaches of Normandy. No, I know, but that's like high school material. Well, no, when I was in the Barnes and Noble, when we went last week, and I went with Grandma last week, I saw these men were like, oh my God, that was a time we felt most alive. And they gave me some recommendations. So this book is actually a recommendation from uh, 
one of the kind of floating men in the aisle. They weren't real, bud. What they are you were talking dead. about? They were dead. Colonel John Levins. Yeah, dead. Was levitating. You, th- yeah. You're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry, but like you think you're smart for reading these books about history, but you think someone who was levitating wasn't a, a ghost? He told me you would react like this. <laughs> no, I, well, I don't want to fall into his fucking trap, but he told me that you. He told me that. Where you did would you get say, those boots? I don't want to fall into his f word trap. Where did you get for those boots? I they got look super these vintage from a Mr. Captain. Bobby Flander. That one doesn't even sound like a real general or and captain. Captain Bobby Flander said, "Here, Sonny, take these. I won't be needing them where I'm going." They they were talking point blank about how they were about to pass on. It sounds like he was just going back to the retirement home, back to heaven or hell. I want to fight for my country Jesus. in 1940. You can fight for your country. You can't time travel. But I want to fight in this war. Oh, I don't want. You're throwing fight a temper now. tantrum about wanting to fight the Nazis. I want to fight the Nazis. We already did. I want to do it though. That's not fair. I didn't get to do it. Bobby Flanders and John Levins got to do it. Why don't you go t- do? Take up activism. You want to fight for your country? I want to be in the trenches. You suck. I shouldn't have had you. I knew you were going to say that. You don't have cool friends. You don't play sports. That's what I wanted from a son. Because none of my friends want to fight the Nazis in the 40s. What do they say to you when you say that? They say we're kind of fighting the Nazis right now. Those are the kids I wanted to have. But I said that's not the same. It's not the same, but ah. Uh. I want to sit in a diner and drink a milkshake with my sweetheart before I go on leave. <laughs> what? do I do with this? I want to split straws and tell her, honey, I'll be fine in training because I'm a big boy and I'll come back to you once I fight the Nazis, but my mom won't Why don't you focus on finally getting potty trained before you go out to war? You're seven and a half, you wear diapers. I have better things to do. You don't. You can't fight in a war and also need a diapy change. Bobby Flanders said it didn't matter if I needed a diapy change. He said I could go pew pew on the field and pew pew in my pants. This captain of World War II, his spirit told you to shit yourself on a battlefield? Yeah. Why? He said it didn't matter when you're facing death in the face if you have a little poop in your pants. He said it doesn't make you any less of a man. It does. It absolutely does, especially if it's not because out of fear. It's because you don't know how to do it in the barracks. But no one knows the difference when you're out on the field. They can smell the difference. They can smell it, but they might think, oh, Simon's just scared, when what they don't know is I don't know how to do anything different. All I want is a crew cut and a milkshake. You can get both of those things, but just promise that you'll be a cool kid. Do I still have to potty train myself? Yeah, you do. No deal. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No deal? Fine. Shit yourself. It's time for the last segment of the pod, I think. What do you call that? This shook me all week long. What's been shaking you? What's been shaking me? Yeah, did you think about it? Did you not? Are you just going to take Do I ever think about it? Ah, uh, you promised me you would. You I promised did me you'd start. every time. I got a new car. That's right. I traded my Yeep Wrangler mm-hmm. in for some Wrangler jeans. Some Wrangler beans. I got pennies on the dollar for a two-door SUV compact or otherwise, to the point where I couldn't get a new car with the cash left over. I had, could only afford straight cut selvage. What color is your new car? <laughs> you don't want to ask me about the selvage? No. It's kind of with each wash? Yeah. What yeah. color is the new car? It's bullet silver. 
I added the bullet. It's just like so, it's silver sky metallic. Have you named it? Uh, I haven't yet. Should I name it right now? Yeah. <clears throat> this is serious. Like actually, like what's the vibe of it? No, I take this seriously. My car's name is Meg, after Meg from Hercules because she is like hot, but she also means business. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what's like the vibe of your car that you felt? Uh, okay. To be fair, I've never named a car. Okay, crazy. So, not crazy. <laughs> okay, crazy. In high school, I had a, a, an old Saab 9-3. My high school girlfriend gave it a name. I don't remember what she called it. I think it was a, a girl's name, though. Okay. Florence. Florence, man the machine. Yeah. And uh, then I drove an old Cherokee for a while. Mm-hmm. Loved that car. That was a good car. It gave up on me, though. Yeah. Uh, I called it the boat. Mm-hmm. It's not a name, but a name. I called it the boat because when you're on the freeway, uh, it went like this, and it, it made people that don't even usually get motion sickness get motion sickness. That's really good. And I took a lot of road trips with it. Um, and then I had this Wrangler for a bit, but I was only getting like 11, 12 miles a gallon, yeah, which rough. I just can't have. So I'm going to go with the Guzzler. That was the Guzzler. That was the Guzzler. That was the Guzzler. And this. And then this one, I it's kind of like we had the kid, but we're still we're going to see how it acts the first week. Sure. And then yeah, figure yeah, yeah. it out. I just got it yesterday. That's fair. So you're still figuring. So, so it's still it's still the baby. It's like, oh, I what's the baby doing? I haven't even got my plates yet. Let's just say that. So okay. it's still dealer, dealer plates. Traded in the Ute for that. Mm-hmm. 40 miles a gallon. Beautiful. Toyota RAV4. I've thought about it. <clears throat> Florence Pugh has been shaking me all week long. Right. You already talked about I it. I truly think that if I met her... Right. We would get on really, really well. Mm-hmm. I believe she is the next Meryl Streep. I believe she seems awesome. She was on her Instagram story uh, last night. She was mi- like, she just posted a full video of like her mixing a drink and like doing it really well. She like that is some something kind of, you would do. I know. And I she, saw you made an old fashioned. I did. I was oh. at your house on Friday. We were talking about yeah. cocktail making. Yes. I said, what's the next drink you want to make? You said old fashioned. Daniel, my boyfriend, taught me how to make one. So Daniel and Jay Lee, um, who you can watch on Hulu's Looking for Alaska. Can you even believe it? Let's give a little promo to Jay Lee. Well, I auditioned for his part and I didn't get it. No, you didn't. Uh, it wasn't his part. It was another part. On of course. <laughs> You're not... They gave it to like a short ass. <laughs> and don't tell Jay I said this, but like, because he probably had a blast shooting with whoever that was. But it could have been me. Right. Well, anyway, Jay and Daniel and I have a shared affinity for mixing drinks. And Jeff So who as well. do you think that was? Sorry, I think I'm, just what doing, was? I'm doing my read for that I oh. did in the audition for Looking last okay. year. Who do I? Okay, do it again. Who do you think that was? Was that your only line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd I do? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me Thank do you so much for coming Can I do it one more time? Uh, do you mind I if I start from coming. the beginning? Yeah, go for it. We're ready. Go Whenever on. I'm ready. Whenever you're ready. Okay. On my on your cue. On your cue. On my. Whenever on. you're ready. Can you give me a cue? Sorry, I get nervous. Okay. And. And I go on that. Yep. I go on the point. Yep. You go on the point. Well, can you do a three, two, one, like a countdown? Three, two. The one is usually the point. Sometimes. So no, it okay. Doesn't... Let's do three, two, one, go. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> Sorry, I sneeze. Can we do it again? Yep. Three, two, one. <laughs> who do you get? Who who that was? I wasn't, you know, thank you so much for coming in. We actually have a couple people uh, waiting outside. And you want me to wait outside? <clears throat> no, you're done. You actually, we got all we need. I know what you mean. You do, so yeah. you can head out. I'm at Abrams, so just call. I will <laughs> not call them because you didn't get the part. That's funny. I learned how to make an old-fashioned. Super good. Daniel taught me how to make it. Very easy. Um, Jay makes it in a real cool way. He does it in a shaker. He doesn't put the bourbon in the shaker, but he puts... Um, a little, he puts a tiny orange slice and some ice and um, a maraschino cherry and he muddles it like he, so he fully blends that up in the shaker and then he um, puts that in a glass. So that's muddled with the bitters and then pours that in. So it's all, it's just a beautiful thing. That sounds really good. It's really, so it kind of also looks like it's not blood orange, but the color is like a red because of the cherry mixed in with it. Yeah. Um, But I really want to take a bartending class. And Jeff sent me a link to a class that I shared with Jay. And Jay's like, I want to do this too. Um, so I think it'd be fun if all of us did a weekend of this bartending class. It's Wait, how long is the class? A I don't weekend? Know. I don't know. Oh. I don't know how long. That's Maybe also a just night. a really cool bar. Apotheki or wait, Apotec? I don't know. I used to think it was Apotheki, but I called them to get a gift card from my brother-in-law. And, they, and the, when they picked up, they said Apotec. Apotec. Apotec Productions. Apotec Productions. Mod Apotec. Mod Apotec Productions, the movie. Records. Records. The bar. Um, 
I also went to Death and Company, not too far from here. What's that? An East, sorry, let me get into it. Don't get mad at me. An East Village transplant with the heart (laughs) of a champion and the steady pouring hand of a mixologist of the highest caliber. The people that penned the book on cocktails had a bar for the ages that has now been in me. Drinks wise. You ended it, you it was actually such a beautiful description, and then you just ended it in the worst way. I was in her and she was in me. No. In a transference of fluids. What did you drink? Me? Yeah. (laughs) I had a their take on a whiskey sour, which they called a sour soul. And it was like there was like wine in it too. And it was super good. And then I had a an, their take on an old fashioned, and it was also very good, but not as good as the sour. I soul. love an old fashioned. We should all go. We should all go. We're going You're bar hopping go. on no, the Friday. The way you just said it, you don't want to go. We're going bar hopping on Friday. Yeah, not here. <clears throat> what? In Silver Lake. Yeah. It's 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 in the arts district. Oh, got it. It's also like it's kind of expensive. It's like you go there for a drink or two. Got it. With a smaller group. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Jeff and I are going bar hopping with friends. I was listening to If I Were You, as one is wont to do. As one is wont to do. The guys talk about their lives and their wives. Only one is married. I know. And I think that <laughs> it's interesting to people to get to know what we do. We can't review without you and me. <laughs> so. And yeah, I know you all are wondering, are you guys friends in real life? Yeah, we are. I mean, we work together. We are f- like, Jeff is one of my best friends. And I have told Jeff that I am going to be in his groomsman party. You never told me that. You just said it for the first time. Well, and you can't do that. You can't invite somebody. Well, I have told you that you're going to be in my bridal party. No, you haven't. I literally have before. <laughs> I actually I have. have. I literally have. Okay. Jeff will be in my bridal party. Do I have a choice? No. You and out friend of my life, not of the pod. because Friend of your life? Because <laughs> I was going to say friend of the pod, he's never been on. Jeffrey and one of my dear friends, Alfred Bardwell Evans, will be in my bridal party. Do you think that people are only friends of the pod if they've been on? Yes. Okay. Finn Wolfhart is a friend of the pod. <laughs> Finn will be my best man. Why? Because by then he'll be, what, 25? Maybe. Eight years. Yeah, 25. Uh-huh. I know that he'll... Ha- be a good planner. That's really good. Because I want my bachelor party to be on like a dude ranch, like in Wyoming or Montana. Am I invited? If you're in my <laughs> groomsman party, you'll be there. Okay. It's not about it being invited. It's you have to be there. I'm just like, I want confirmation that I will be in your um, groomsman party. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Because uh, so, I have, I love a suit. I like, I love wearing suits. Ralph and, uh, Lauren actually said I that could, a woman is never sexier than when she's in a suit. So I will upstage everyone at your wedding by looking hot in a suit. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, probably Jackson's Hole or like Jackson. Bozeman, Montana. Jackson's Hole. And I'm not talking about the city. <laughs> My buddy My Jackson. Buddy Jackson. <laughs> he dug a. I mean, for ditch. lack of he dug a ditch in his backyard. In made a pool in Munster, Indiana. So we'll go there. Great. No, I just want to drink whiskey on a ranch. That's nice. In, near the mountains or in the mountains. If you were planning my um, bachelorette, part, bachelorette party, what would you do? Like if it was this weekend and you're like, I got to just like come up with an idea right now and put it We'd together. We'd probably go to London because isn't that your favorite city? It is my favorite city. And then we would uh, go to different fun bars and clubs. Not, maybe not clubs, but mm-hmm. bars and probably see some shows and uh, stay in a cool hip boutique hotel and uh play games like theater games but also board games and like telestrations and stuff like that and we'd all have some kind of matching attire that you would probably wear a lot afterwards Jeff really knows me (laughs) she's about to cry perfect that's actually what I want (laughs) I'm gonna make gummy bears kiss again I would. I don't want to be in your fucking bridal party. This has been review review. With who? With me and you. My name is Riley Ansper. and I'm Jeffrey James. Where can we find you on social? You can find me at Don't Play No James. Okay. On, on what? Twitter. Okay. And I am Jeffrey James on Instagram. Where can we find you? Uh, at Riley Coyote mm-hmm. on Twitter and at Riley Anspa on Instagram. Amazing. So I kind of got I got in early on Instagram. Like I just had my full name. It's amazing. 
Did I tell you that I offered a guy with the Instagram handle Jeffrey like 500 bucks to no. buy his, his handle? And then he was like, how would that even work? And then I sent him a detailed message of how it could work and he didn't respond. He just left me on scene. And I was like, that's a lot of cash. Like, And then afterwards I was like, I don't need that anyways. Yeah. But it would have been nice to be at Jeffrey. That would be cool. Um, anyway, uh, do you have anything to plug? Oh, um, I guess by the time this is coming out, Maybe by the time it's coming out, we will be at the Cleveland International Film Festival. Maybe? This will be near then. It'll be near then. Our short film, Good Morning, was accepted to the Cleveland International Film Festival. So if you're in the area. Come out. Come out. We might do a Q&A. At a bar. We'll just sit there and make people ask us questions about our film. I am excited to show you Cleveland. It's not going to be a great time to visit because the snow is going to be melting. I'm excited though. It'll be fun. But I really want to do a live review review of Are You? Because Cleveland in the summer is like. Chicago. It's like really fun. If I were review review, and it's just That's people cool. imagining. If, if I were you were, and review review, if, if I were review, if I were review review, I would be hosting it. But we are, and you're not. <laughs> if I review, if I review, if I review, you make me wanna go rate something out and four damn stars. You. I just went to a spa and had head. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.